Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. And I uh, hope everybody had a blessed weekend. We actually had a fantastic weekend down here in Florida. If you've been watching, you've seen on Friday afternoon our Governor DeSantis down here in the state of Florida completely opened up the state, removing all restrictions on restaurants, bars, so forth, and um, pretty much has made it mandatory so that nobody can be fined, nobody can be arrested, nobody can have their business shut down. Uh, Essentially, if a city wants to still say, hey, we recommend you wear a mask or we recommend you only have capacity, they cannot lawfully enforce it due to this executive order. This is a huge deal on Friday that our governor did. Fantastic. People down here in Florida, one thing about a lot of people down here in Florida, especially in the central Florida area and the panhandle area, fairly self-sufficient and pretty awake. And people, almost everybody you talk to down here, even people that were still wearing a mask, they didn't want to wear it, but they were just capitulating. Most of them even said, you know, this whole thing has gotten ridiculous. This is nonsense. And DeSantis came out and said, you know, our economy cannot continue to take a hit like this. This is a huge, huge economic state when it comes to traveling, when it comes to tourism, and not being allowed to have your business open or telling your restaurant you can only be at 50% capacity and all these other asinine rules that really, in reality, when you looked at them from a true perspective, made no difference whatsoever in trying to prevent a virus. Um, They were there simply to try to control the populace and, in turn, ruin the economy under the guise of a virus so that the giant banking cartel that continues to monopolize this country does not get blamed again, which they're great at doing and manipulating the truth. Now, of course, he's been eviscerated. Governor DeSantis has been eviscerated on mainstream media. I mean, I've, I've looked at all kinds of articles this morning. I mean, they're, they're calling him basically he's doing this to support Trump's campaign. He did this as a call to protect partying college students. I mean, just stupid stuff. And, of course, this is all far-left liberal communism propaganda to try to make people believe that the only way to protect ourselves is essentially to ruin our economy when we've already seen research after research discuss how vitamin D is crucial. We talked about that on the show last week, and we even put the article up on the website. And I've encouraged everybody to go on there and read it and make sure you realize what's going on and why our immune systems need vitamin C and vitamin D. The article I'm referenced to is from Dr. Michael Hollick, and he came in and said proper levels of vitamin D are needed to prevent COVID, and essentially a vaccine is not needed for this whatsoever. Our immune systems need to have the proper nutrients so they can withstand and fight off viruses like they are naturally designed to do. And of course, now you're starting to see the rhetoric pump up even more now, saying we're going to have a fall COVID explosion and a flu COVID explosion coupled together. And now we had another article that I saw from Global Research that Mark Talenko published. And this is basically from an active nurse. She did not want to be named because of fear reprisal. And she again said the same thing that numerous healthcare practitioners have been talking on. And she said that the PCR COVID test does not isolate any COVID-19. There is no specific COVID-19 virus test. 
telling us that those tests are for COVID-19 is a flat-out lie. She said the only way to actually truly test for a COVID-19 virus is in a laboratory with isolated, purified coronavirus particles free from any contaminants and particles that look like viruses, but that is not happening. She said the basic PCR test takes a sample of your cells and amplifies them to look at viral sequences, bits of non-human DNA that match other known viral genomes. This is how the test is supposed to work, which means there is no guarantee that you're testing positive even for a COVID-19 true viral infection. You're basically showing positive for some type of viral infection at some point in time in your life is really what it comes down to. And Dad went into detail on this weeks ago, and this is why I've told you guys before, I said, the biggest propaganda they've been using is telling us, oh, there's a million new cases, there's 50,000 new cases in the state. The cases mean absolutely nothing. We have had tens of thousands of college students test positive now on these COVID tests, and yet we've had almost virtually zero hospitalizations and no college student deaths whatsoever, even though they're claiming that the rate of college student cases is growing almost exponentially now. Every single week is getting higher and higher and higher. Why is that? You're going to be exposed to viruses. Almost every single person that gets tested with one of these PCR tests is going to have some type of viral genome in your body. Everybody's had a cold. Everybody's had a virus at some point in your life. And in most cases, this is what this is going to pick up. And of course, you may have some people that really do test truly positive infected for COVID-19. But again, as well, she even said that even if you tested positive for it, it may mean that you caught COVID six months ago and you already recovered from it. This is why you've seen people that have tested positive four, five, six times for COVID on the COVID test. They test positive for it, they wait a week, they feel completely fine, they test again, positive. They wait another week, test again, positive. This actually happened to one of the police chiefs in Lakeland. I talked to a Lakeland police officer about this a little ways back, and they, he tested positive. They said, you gotta go home, you gotta self-quarantine for 14 days. He said he went home, you know, didn't really feel bad at all. He said his wife tested positive. She had a little bit of a headache, but you know, it was almost you know, psychosomatic. They went and tested two weeks later, positive. Zero symptoms. Wait another week, tested, positive. This happened six different tests on both of them until they finally said, okay, we got to figure out what's going on because there's no way you're testing positive for a month and a half for COVID with zero symptoms and you've self-isolated for a month and a half now. This is happening all over the country. So when you hear the propaganda about Florida opening up and how it's so horrible, just understand what's even worse and more horrible for everybody and everything in this country is forcing people by draconian rule to shut down your business, shut down our economy, and live life like scared little rats in a maze. This is America. This will always be America as long as I'm still alive. And when you see the CDC's own admission, you guys saw this the other day, they've updated the infection fatality rate from age 20 to 49. The fatality rate is 0.0002%. That means the survivability rate is 99.98%. Even from ages 50 to 70, the fatality rate is 0.005%, meaning the survival rate is 99.5%, and that's individuals 50 to 70. So 
once you realize these numbers and the CDC's own admission, you realize real quick that we've been lied to repeatedly for months now, and it's time to open up the country. So, again, I applaud and commend our governor for standing his ground this Friday. This is a huge step for Florida. And I'm sure now we're going to have massive amount of traffic and people traveling down here, which that's not really beneficial, but it will start to bring the economy back rapidly down here in the state, Deb. You know, Austin, Saturday, Sharon and I went over to Orlando for lunch. And now this is, we went to one of the top areas on International Drive, and you guys have been there before. Usually it's backed up, backed up, backed up, and you're, oh, it's ridiculous, especially on a weekend. And we went to this restaurant, a really nice Greek restaurant. And if you're on Sharon's Instagram account, that's ST Brower Instagram. Uh, you know, she and I both did videos that day, and we went to one of the top Greek restaurants in our area for lunch. And we got there at about one o'clock. And when we got there at one, we sat down at the restaurant, and this is a huge restaurant. It's like holds hundreds of people. We were the only two people there. I mean, it. We were two of us. That was it. And I'm like, what the heck? And I, I videotaped it. I showed the entire restaurant being empty. You know, you had the manager was there, the chefs were there, the waitress was there, and me and Sharon and Savannah were there. That's it. And then we, and a, but within an hour after we were eating, uh, four more people came in. So there were seven people total in the restaurant. And you can't pay bills like this. You can't do it. It's impossible. And of course, the people are still wearing masks. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I thought to myself, this is crazy. Well, then we went to the outlet mall and, you know, on International Drive and I videotaped that and, Virtually no traffic. Now there were quite a few cars parked in the parking lot, but as far as the traffic itself, it was it was pretty much dead. And I videotaped that, and I thought to myself, this is just wrong. You know, this is like the tourist mecca capital of the world. And I remember, you know, when years ago when I went over, you know, you'd go into these outlet malls and like nobody spoke English. Everybody was like South America or Europe, and they were buying suitcases full of clothes because economies were doing well. They weren't being restricted, but now there's massive travel restrictions on quote-unquote COVID countries in the United States and letting people come into the country. And so the economy here has been decimated. And Sheriff Grady Judd and Governor DeSantis, they didn't just, you know, shoot across the bow of COVID. They dropped a tactical nuke on it this past week on Friday. And they just said, hey, we're not putting up with this nonsense anymore. And we had other sheriff out of Louisiana. He didn't talk about the COVID, but he talked about the crime. And this group of kids called gremlins who were basically running around terrorizing and, and shooting and killing and robbing and stealing. And he basically called them out to carrying a fully automatic AR-15, an M-16. And he basically said, hey, we're not going to put up with this anymore. We've had enough of this. You know, this is our country. And we will. we would rather basically, you know, fight to our death on our feet than serve on our knees. And see, and that's where we are right now, guys. This is where we are. We are in the middle of a Marxist, communist, Rothschild, Kabbalist revolution to bring us into a new world order and one world government. That's what we're in right now. So if you're not energized by this, if you can't feel the spirit of the, whole, of the Most High God in you and saying, hey, look, do not submit to this, then uh, you must be on another planet because we've all got to stand together. I keep getting all of these texts from all of my friends who text me, and they say, we walked into a restaurant. They told us we had to have a mask on to walk three feet to go to this table outside. We said we weren't going to do it, and they said, okay, they let you go through. Another friend told me that they had a, you know, another person they knew who was hospitalized who died of a supposedly non-COVID event, and the hospital told them that they would pay for the funeral if they allowed them to put COVID down as a cause of death. Why would they do that? Because of the giant amount of money the hospital would get for listening as a COVID death. This thing's a giant scam. 
It's a giant scam. And again, you have to ask yourself a question. Who has the authority and the power to do this? This morning I was on with Mancow out of Chicago. And Mancow, he says, what's going on with all this? And I said, it's the international banking cartels. They're controlling the inflation rate by shutting the world economy down. And, and I didn't have a chance to say this on the show this morning, but it's all about creating a one-world government under a one-world religion, under Noahide laws. I covered this on in detail on Friday. I'm not going to do it again. I took an entire show on Friday to basically go from, hey, this is state A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Here's the plan. Here's the goal. Here's who rules the planet. So if you didn't listen to the Friday show, you need to hear Friday show. It's that important. And I also discussed in detail who George Soros was and his direct connection to the Rothschild banking empire and how it's these guys, these international bankers, who do everything. So understand that, guys. Now, James Corbett, this is an interesting article because he, this is written by Mark Salvo, and he's talking about the technocratic enslavement, the end game of humanity right now as we speak. And Josh Sergerson, he recently, recently spoke with James Corbett of the Corbett Report about the heightened level of tyranny throughout the world creating a, quote, prison planet over the course of 2020. You know, with the excuse of an illness, COVID, the governments of the world have managed to use a crisis to their extreme benefit and to the absolute enslavement of the public. Now, the question is, was this COVID thing created in a lab? At this point, nobody really even knows, and it doesn't really matter. Regardless of whether it was or it was not, it is now being used against the public. This is the ultimate, ultimate endgame. And China is being blamed for it. This is the craziest part. China isn't the reason we have COVID and we shut our country down. This is the one last battle for humanity that we have right now that is happening. With social credit scores tied to medical tyranny, if we don't act now, this thing may be done forever. This is it. Your time to figure out what's going on is very limited at this point. More chaos is incoming. We've already been promised the darkest winter and a contested chaotic election. If you want to know the future, if the New World Order is successful, look no further than China. That's the goal. Social credit and medical tyranny. As Corbett says, there is no fixing the system from inside the system. If that was possible, we wouldn't be in this situation. As Donald Trump promised, he'd take down the deep state. We are far more enslaved now, I'm quoting, than we have ever been before. So Trump either lied or has no power to take down the deep state or is in on the plan to roll out the new world order. Either way, none of those are going to sit well with half of the voters, but truth fears no scrutiny. These are the technological tools of enslavement and Trump is pushing them, including red flag gun laws. Now think about that for a second, guys. Think about what we've got ourselves into with the Donald. You know, now they're releasing the fact that he hasn't basically filed income tax and paid any taxes in like 20 years. He's heavily in debt, borrowing hundreds of millions of dollars. Lead story on basically Drudge today, if you want to believe anything Drudge says, which I believe only a small portion of it, is that Trump is a fake billionaire. And I told you guys that two, three years ago. The Trump wasn't a real billionaire. And so I guess Jeffrey Epstein wasn't a real billionaire. These guys operate off of debt. Everything is debt, 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 debt. Let me go borrow more money. Go borrow more money against these assets. The only way you can do that is you have to have an insider track with the international bankers. If you and I, if we decide to go to the bank and we want to go borrow a new truck 
you know, we may or buy a new truck, we may have to go out and give us our give them our last two or three years tax returns. We may have to open up our credit file and let them do a full credit check on us and have them question us in detail about why didn't you pay this bill or that bill last year? Why were you 30 days late on this bill or that bill last year? And you start feeling like you're some kind of criminal because you were 30 days late on a bill because you're trying to buy a vehicle. That's what the real world of banking is, guys. I mean, that's just how it is. If you don't, if you need the money, oh my gosh. We need the blood of your firstborn stamped here. No, I don't want to do that. Oh, yes. No. Yes. No. It's this big fight trying to get a loan to buy a truck that's collateralized. The, the truck is the collateral for the note. We need to have 20% down if you want to buy this vehicle. Or General Motors does it for you. They require no money down because they want you to take over this payment for the next 12 years or whatever the new terms are. And it's the whole thing is ridiculous. But these guys will go out and borrow hundreds of millions, billions of dollars. And nobody bats an eyelash. Why is that? Why does Trump have that kind of ability to borrow that much money when he's not paying any income taxes and not making any money and almost all of his resorts are hemorrhaging cash every year? Kind of like Jeff Bezos, wasn't it? Remember when Amazon was losing billions of dollars and they kept loaning him more money? Yeah, it's kind of like that. So you got to ask yourself a question. Why in the world? Well, because, you know, I've told you about this on Friday. You know, Donald Trump's daughter is a Kabbalist. His son-in-law is a Kabbalist. They practice from the Zohar. This is the ancient, how would you call this? The ancient Judaism, they want to call it. It's not. It's not ancient Judaism at all. It doesn't have anything to do with the Torah. It's basically mysticism and witchcraft. And that's who runs the planet. And listen to the show on Friday, and I'll discuss that with you in detail because guys we've got to do the best thing we possibly can and take a look at what's really happening and understand that we've got a lot of problems right now in the United States and all over the world because of these same clowns because of what they're doing and here's what I've also learned this is an article from Zero Hedge highly educated Americans are far by far the most closed minded this is a Gallup poll now why is that why would college educated people be so closed-minded, and why would college-educated people vote communists? Why? Well, because of the communist indoctrination centers that we call our education and university systems. That's why. The longer you stay in that mess and the longer you listen to these quote-unquote respected professors telling you what you're supposed to believe and not supposed to believe, the more you start to believe the rhetoric from these liars. Years ago, I attended a fundraiser at Florida State University, and I want you to know I gave them no money. No money whatsoever. But I was invited to come to this guy's house out in the country. And we were in our, you know, we were in our RV. You know, we were in, a, we're in, a, we're in an RV. And so we drive up there and we pull through these fancy gates. And we drive about a quarter of a mile back down this asphalt road to this really nice house. That wasn't overly large, but it was nice. And it was like nobody around it. It was acreage everywhere. And then I'm in there, and I'm talking to these people. I'm in the RV. You know, they've got their fancy cars all pulled up around outside, and I'm sitting there in the RV, and I go inside, and I'm kind of shocked at all the people. And they had all these other people, I guess you'd call them, how should you say, pigeons, who were they were trying to get money from. And then here's the irony of all of it. You know, I talked to the owner of the house, and he was one of these aristocracy people, one of these, oh, I have all of this stuff. And so finally I asked him. I said, I had enough of it. I said, how many acres do you have here? I mean, I'm looking around, and there's no houses around him. And he goes, look to the horizon, and it doesn't go that far. 
No, I'm not joking. That's what he said. Look to the horizon and it doesn't go that far. I wanted to slap him. I wanted to be out slap him upside the head. I should have said that, but that's what I wanted to do. I couldn't believe he talked to me like that with that arrogant, just talking down to me. Well, come to find out, he was on like five acres, all right? And he had cut, they had somehow he'd got it cut out of this parcel. So he didn't want to tell me that you know, he was on five acres. He wanted to kind of make me think that, go to the horizon. It doesn't go that far. This is the arrogance. And then I'm standing there talking to somebody, and they're talking about education. And there's another professor. He goes, well, the answer for everything is education. And I'm like, and I said, why do you believe that? Well, it is the answer for everything. I said, no. I said, knowledge not applied isn't the answer for anything. He said, you can know everything, but if you can't apply the knowledge, what good is it? Oh, that's an interesting take. But it's the answer for every... I couldn't break through the ice. Finally, I looked at Sharon. And I said, you know what? I'm done. She said, what do you mean? I said, I'm leaving. I said, I can't take this anymore. I said, I want to go puke out back and gag me with the whole place setting. These people are horrible. I can't stand these people. And I said, I said, this is ridiculous. Everything is based on education and not about common sense. Some of the most educated people that I know are what they call, I call, educated idiots. And this is the problem that we have with the Democratic Party. This is the problem that we have with our college professors. You can't think through it. There's a professor at Florida State. And, and, and uh, my son Harrison took him in the MBA program. And I've sent him numerous articles on all this different stuff. And this guy's pretty high up at Florida State. And uh, he comes back with this esoteric stuff all the time. Can't apply anything. It's all about theoretical knowledge about this. But nothing. He won't He won't even – now he doesn't even return my texts or emails. He's never even – I don't send him texts or anything my emails because he basically, you know, I guess it's beneath him to try to talk to a peasant. Oh, God. And think about this. I was a college professor for years in Tallahassee. And what the funny thing is is they called me the preacher teacher. And I had students come to me years later and they'd say, you were the only teacher, the only professor we had that we learned anything from. You gave us practical knowledge, practical information, life-changing lessons. I was like 25 years old, and I'm a college professor, right? And here's the thing, guys. You know, be careful who you listen to. Be careful. Don't allow people on alt media to tell you, oh, it's all going to be okay. Q has said this is going to be perfect. You know, it ain't so perfect right now, is it, guys? Because we've been basically told a lie because they wanted to take the patriots and kind of like emasculate us so we wouldn't do anything. Well, guess what? I don't want to be a eunuch, and I'm not going to be emasculated. And I'm going to continue to tell the truth of, to you guys and to everybody who will listen for as long as I possibly can along with Austin. Because, guys, if we're, we're having a difference right now. People are taking their masks off in the state of Florida. I saw it this weekend and yesterday in church. There were only four people in church yesterday with a couple hundred people there. They had a mask on. That was it. Before, there were a lot more. You know, there probably would have been 30 or 40. But now there's like four. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, okay. And because people are – and I, everywhere I went on Saturday, why are you wearing a mask? Why are you wearing a mask? Why are you wearing a mask? People just pulling masks off. And I thought to myself, this is what we all have to do. We have to tell the truth, and we've got to continue to be bold, especially for our Lord Jesus Christ. Yesterday I was – I met some friends over at the airport, and I was talking about some stuff, and one of the guys starts using bad language, and I just start talking about Jesus. Just start talking about Jesus. I didn't even know this guy. I'd just been introduced to him. I mean, he was filthy language. And, and, I, and I thought to myself, I'm just going to start talking about Jesus. 
about my relationship with God, about being a church is born. I'm not going to put up with it. And if he doesn't stop, I'll say something to him. And he stopped. He finally got the hint. Guys, be that bold. Be that bold. Because if we're not that bold, if we can't stand in front of an individual and proclaim the glory of our God and our risen Savior, how are we going to be effective as a tool against coronavirus or anything? Don't allow yourself to follow the masses. I mean, even a dead fish can float downstream. You've got to stand against this. And we're making a difference. More and more people are waking up. I mean, more and more people are saying, wait a minute, just because you're testing positive for coronavirus doesn't mean anything. Our coach from Florida State University couldn't be at the game on Friday and Saturday night against Miami. And Florida State got its, got its butt whooped. All right, it was bad. Now, would it probably have made a difference if the coach had been there? Probably not. We're doing a rebuild right now this year with the, with the team. But here's the thing, guys. You know, now they're telling college students at Florida State University that before they go to a football game, they've got to be tested for coronavirus. When nobody dies from this stuff, only two people have been hospitalized out of the 48,000 people tested positive at universities. This is insanity. Why? Because the government has said so. Why? Because Fauci, the CDC, that little squirrel, has said so. Why? Because Donald Trump has not stopped it. Think through all of that. Austin, what do you think? Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely, there's so much stuff that's going on on a regular basis, and you're starting to see all this. And then I saw the same stuff as far as it came out with, you know, talking about Trump and the income taxes and all this stuff. Listen, this is not something that's abnormal at all. The the upper echelon of society have designed it so the peasants pay taxes. I mean, you can just look at Amazon. I mean, was it last year they paid zero in U.S. federal income taxes on more than $1.1 billion in profit and then received a $129 million tax refund from the federal government? That was last year. In 2018, 2019, I pulled up again. Why? Because it's a banker-controlled company. They don't, they don't pay taxes. These guys don't pay taxes. I don't know what Trump's valuation is, but I know one thing, that it's a fact that in the 90s, he got completely and fully bailed out by the big banks for a lot of money. It was so big that it was like, he's too big to fail kind of deal. If he fails, he's going to suck a whole lot of our cash out. So it's going to be easier and cheaper to bail him out and own him, and then we'll continue to keep the enterprise, the name, the facade going. What really is going on behind the scenes with this money? I have no idea, but I can tell you one thing. This is not abnormal at all as far as for these guys not to pay taxes. I mean, look at the same thing. That's why I was so frustrated at the beginning of this COVID pandemic when the cruise ships started demanding multi-billion dollar bailouts from U.S. taxpayer funds. Newsflash, Carnival's base is out of Israel. They haven't paid a single U.S. taxpayer dollar or money to IRS since I can ever find in recorded history of them being alive. They all operate like this. They don't pay income tax. I realize that. The income tax is made for the peasants. It's made for the hardworking Americans to continue to work their butt off 40, 50, 60, 70 hours every single week, grinding at jobs, grinding at their business, pushing out as much material, as much inventory, everything they can so they can continue to pay in 15, 20, 25, 30, 39% of every single penny they make so it can go 
to the unlawful and unconstitutional Internal Revenue Service. This is what it's designed to do. So understand that. So before you get into the whole, because I, I saw all this, oh, Trump with this guy, listen, none of them pay taxes. They all elude taxes on a regular basis. They know how to do it. And if they do pay taxes, it's minuscule compared to how much money they make compared to what actual most Americans have to end up paying in taxes. This is something that was done intentional. If you can keep the entire smaller section, or the, I should say the larger section of the economy, but the smaller person, you know, somebody that's making 100 grand a year, 150 grand a year, I mean, that, that's good money. But at the end of the day, when you find out, you know, you owe $25,000, $30,000 in income tax, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, golly, what about my other bills? What about my mortgage and my car payment and all this other stuff I still got to pay? Now I'm I got to come up with you know another twenty five thirty thirty five thousand dollars in income tax still you know if I didn't pay quarterly if you got your own business happens all the time on a regular basis seeing it happen to so many people and so this is what's really happening and also too other news this is something that I'm starting to see a lot of people are starting to wake up to is that. We all have to get ready for the next step on what's about to happen. The chaos, in my opinion, that's about to ensue in the United States is about to be incredibly aggressive. I talked to another friend of mine over the weekend about this, and you can see the Wall Street Journal just put out an article last week, which I'm not a fan of the Wall Street Journal, but the reason why, I'm going to tell you the reason why they're putting out this article is they're letting us know what's about to happen before it happens. This is notorious in mainstream media. They put out little snippets, little articles, little things that they want to put out. The same thing like I talked about that Breitbart put out a month ago, where they said that George Soros is funding groups with hundreds of millions of dollars directly directly, I mean, they're not even playing any games about it, to a coalition of over 40 different groups that are planning on making sure that if Trump wins, it's only because he cheated and they want a full-blown coup d'etat overthrow of Trump. If Trump loses because Biden wins, and it pretty much is only going to be because ballot fraud, that Trump's going to claim it was fraud and it was cheating and he's not going to want to step down and they're going to have to do a full-blown try to coup d'etat overthrow the United States government. It's, it's going to go either way, I'm telling you right now. Well, Wall Street Journal just came out with an article last week. And according to the Wall Street Journal, they're saying that supermarkets all across the country had begun stockpiling huge amounts of groceries and storing them early to prepare for the coming fall and winter months. They said grocery stores and food companies are reportedly preparing for what can be a coming increase in sales amid the new rise in COVID cases in the coming holidays. They're telling us right now they're going to try to ramp up the COVID numbers. Remember, they already have the ability to massively fabricate these numbers with what the CDC has told the doctors and the hospitals and everything else. The same thing that we've seen with the guidelines for cases. You don't have to test positive for a case, which we already know the, case, the, 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 the tests are already completely compromised. You go in the doctor's office, if they don't have a test, they were already doing this before, you come in with a sore throat and a headache and a fever, you're automatically COVID positive immediately. Same thing like Dad said earlier. Reports of people getting put down as COVID post-death have been through the roof. I mean, I've heard it from probably 60, I've, almost 20 people now I've talked to. Family members have died, friends have died. I mean, usually it's various things. I mean, even the CDC's own admission 
that what 94% of the people that actually that allegedly died from COVID had at least 2.6 comorbidities, uh, meaning they had serious health problems, serious health complications before they ever had COVID, at least two or more. This is what we see on the numbers. And so now the Wall Street Journal is telling everybody that supermarkets are stockpiling food at a rapid pace. The report went on to state that food companies had already begun acceleration production of their most popular items, and leaders across the industry are indicating they will not get caught unprepared in the face of such events. They're saying this report comes as New York cases have now topped 1,000 a day for the first time since early June. And then they come out with all these really obscure numbers to try to twist it, come out Oh, this place had more cases. South Dakota's had more cases now. This is what they're planning on doing. This is why I've encouraged everybody. Make sure you have some adequate food storage for the fall. If you want to go to the store and buy beans and rice and store them sealed up, make sure you keep them sealed, no bugs, do that. If you want to stock up on canned foods, do that. If you want to get the organic food buckets that we have, do that. I have a whole lot of them coming in this week already. That's why I told everybody to start pre-ordering them weeks ago because it was first come, first serve. Every time we get a new batch in, if you're at the top of the list, you're getting all your buckets, and that's what's about to happen this week. The food buckets are going to be shipping out. We're going to be spending an enormous amount of time making sure everybody gets their food buckets out this week. And we'll have more ready this week for more people if they want to order them and get them shipped out that same week and not even wait. We'll have them ready. But please be aware that this is going to escalate. The COVID aspect is going to be just one tip of the iceberg. The rest of it is going to be the violence that they're going to try to ensue with the second phase of what I call the Bolshevik Revolution 2.0 here in the United States. That's what's coming next. And we're blessed that now we have our Florida governor has now been working with our Sheriff Grady Judd and putting together a template for a new legislation they're trying to get passed heavily in Florida now. We'll see if it goes through. But he's supporting a new state law that would protect law-abiding citizens who run over protesters if the driver is fleeing for his life from violent rioters. This has been something that should have been talked about months ago, but I'm glad they're finally discussing it that it's entitled Combating Violence, Disorder, Looting, and Protecting Law Enforcement Act. And it goes right on here to say that basically it is a felony now if you go out and try to block motor vehicle roadways in the state of Florida if they get this passed. This whole nonsense that we've been exposed to now and is supposed to be the new normal where these blithering idiot communists want to step out on interstate roads and hold hands and force drivers that are paying income tax, that are paying registration fees, that are paying gas tax, that are paying tire tax, that are paying to do all these things to drive on the roadways that we paid for, and these clowns think they have the right to block the motor vehicle way because they want to protest some convicted felon that was high on drugs and got killed by a law enforcement officer, and they're doing it to serve a point. And then if any vehicle tries to slowly push through them, they start beating and violently attacking the vehicle. There was a video that I saw in Hollywood the other day. I don't know if it was a movie. I don't know if it was a riot. It was allegedly supposed to be a riot. 
I don't know. But this Prius was trying to push through a crowd. They started beating the vehicle. Then they had an F-250 that actually ran down the Prius, got in front of him, stopped him. One of the guys jumped out of the truck and was basically trying to grab the guy out of the vehicle. He took off again. I mean, it looked like something that was out of a movie, which it may have been, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know anymore. You can't hardly ever tell if this stuff is fake news, if it's designed to be a psychop, or if it's something really going on anymore. It's gotten so surreal. And so this is what they're talking about now on pro, pro, uh, basically prohibiting obstruction roadways. They said it's a third-degree felony to obstruct traffic during an unpermitted protest, demonstration, or violent or disorderly assembly. Drivers are not liable for injury or death caused if fleeing from safety from a violent mob. This is crucial, guys, because you have the right in this country to defend yourselves and get away from something. Because you parked or you're stopped at a roadway and all of a sudden you have 30, 40, 50 people run up to your vehicle and start beating on your hood and trying to break your windows out, then somebody drives away and you hit somebody and all of a sudden you get charged with a felony, that's, that's, that's lunacy. But that's what they're trying to promote. This is why I encourage everybody, make sure you are staying prepared and you know how to deal with a lot of these situations. That's why it's very important that you are staying armed right now and you know how to use your tools at your disposal and very proficiently. Just because you buy a gun doesn't mean you're proficient with a firearm. Always understand that. A lot of people have this delusion, like they went and bought a gun from a you know, a, a gun store, and all of a sudden they think they're Rambo walking around with a pistol in their holster, yet they have no idea how to even operate it properly, much less safely. Train with your weapon. If you're going to carry one, you better know how to use it. And I encourage that all the time. And making sure your family knows weapon safety, your wife, your children. If you have a firearm with you, they know not to try to play with it if it's in a holster. Understand this is crucial right now in this time because we're about to have, have something happen in this country that I think we've never experienced before with a multi-layered attack from a fake COVID pandemic increased with a massive amount of flu cases from these injections that they're sticking with everybody now. People are getting flu shots all over the country at a rapid pace. Now they're saying the flu's coming back. Imagine that. Now we're starting to see the same thing that COVID's having its second wave, even though the numbers are completely and totally manipulated. This is going to happen. And the reason why the Wall Street Journal, in my opinion, is putting out an article like this telling everybody that stores are stockpiling food is because they're letting everybody know they're stockpiling food. And if you really want to make sure you're prepped, you do so accordingly. That's at least my opinion on it, Dan. You know, none of this is possible without the power of controlling the press. None of it. This is one of the, one of the things in the Communist Manifesto they want. They want to be able to control the press. You know, the, 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 the notorious... Elder protocol of the elders of Zion. It said you got to control the press. Now, whoever wrote that, who knows? Who cares? But they're following those templates, and they want to control everything as far as media is concerned. And they make you sound like you're some kind of loon. You know, years ago, I'd always have these talk shows, and I learned very, very quickly. I'd had I was a, I was a guest on talk shows. I mean, sometimes up to forty shows a week, and I learned very quickly you don't go in and do taped interviews. Because the taped interviews were on digital recordings, even back then, and they could go in and edit the digital recording and make you sound like a nut. And they could ask you questions on the digital recording that they didn't ask you when you were in person, and you'd answer it wrong because it was a different question. 
And I learned very quickly. Ross Perot said this back in the 90s. He said when he was running for president, you know, bless his heart, uh, he, he basically said, you know, you can't do, you can't do, you cannot do interviews that are recorded. And I learned it the hard way. What I really liked is when I'd have to go somewhere to do an interview and it was taped, and I had to do it was expensive. I either had to fly somewhere or drive somewhere or whatever. And you get there, they tape it. Then they edit out your 800 number, edit out your personal information so nobody can contact you. So you end up paying for the entire trip and the interview and everything else, and you actually have no cash flow coming back from it. That's back when we were doing the Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy program, which is a phenomenal CD series. You know, teach you how to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, blood sugar without the use of drugs. It was a home study course that I developed back in the 80s and 90s. And we'd have this program. We would market it via radio or TV, and sometimes they would just edit out any information on how to contact me. And you're like, what the heck? How'd they do that? And then you call them back and say, why'd you do that? Well, because we can. Too bad, sue us. That was the response multiple times. You think, like, well, this is nuts. Well, this is the control of the media. When they control the media, they control the information being put out, they can let, they've allowed the international banks to come up by, like, every radio station. Clinton did this when he deregulated the radio industry. And they control every single media, every single TV show, every single everything that you hear – you don't hear the truth. And then they get to do something called gaslighting. Now, you've been hearing a lot about this. Now, I had to look this up. So I think if I had to look it up as much as I read, I'd just go ahead and kind of give you an idea of, of what this is. Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or group overtly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment, often invoking them, evoking of them cognitive dissonance and other changes, including low self-esteem, using denial, misdirection, contradiction, and misinformation. Gaslighting involves attempts to destabilize victim and delegitimize the victim's beliefs. Okay? Now, where did this come from? This came from a play that was done in 1938. The term originated from the British play Gaslight, performed as Angel Street in the United States in the 40, the 1944 film called Gaslight that was nominated for multiple Academy Awards. And they think, well, why is Ted talking about this? Because this is important, because this is exactly what they're doing. In the film in 1944 called Gaslight, it was about a, it was a, it was a 19, I'm reading right from the Wikipedia page, I posted it on the website, it was a 1944 film, psychological thriller adapted from Patrick Hamilton's play Gaslight about a woman whose husband slowly manipulates her into believing that she is going insane. The film was nominated for seven Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Screenplay, Best Writing, Best Screen Actress, and Best Production Design. I mean, this is a big deal play. And what he was doing, he was trying to make his wife think she was going nuts, and back then they had gas lights in their house. In other words, they didn't have electricity. And what he would do, he would go in and try to make her feel she was going nuts, and every day he'd turn the gas lights down a little bit, a little bit, you know, Tenth of a percent, tenth of a percent, every day, every day, every day. And pretty soon she's saying, well, the house is going dim. No, it's not as bright as it's always been. What's wrong with you? Pretty soon they're walking around, it's almost dark, right? The house is bright. No, it's not as no. So she, he's making her think she was nuts. And this is exactly what they're doing to us right now in the United States. And this is an article from Zero Heads. It says, this is screaming insanity. Trump haters, this is the press. Of course, they're operating both sides of the press with Q. They're gaslighting Trump supporters with Q. Trump haters are gaslighting Trump supporters. It's getting scary out there, people. Everywhere you turn, Trump haters, 
the press, the Rothschild-controlled press, are venting their wrath against Trump supporters as if supporting President Trump is an unforgivable sin. They're projecting and gaslighting, blaming Trump and his supporters for everything they're doing. It's madness, but at long last, they might have awakened the sleeping giant they were trying to hunt down and destroy. And what this is doing, they're using Hugh to gaslight the patriots, they're using press to gaslight the nuts out there that are communists anyhow, and so everybody's getting psychological warfare administered at a very, very fast pace. And the problem is, if you're not awake to this, you don't see it. That's why I discuss this in detail, not gaslighting, but what they're doing to us on Friday. Because they're doing everything they possibly can to make us think that they're nuts and that we're nuts and everything we believe is nuts and the American dream is nuts and that they're not really communists. And they're, it's just it's insane what they're doing, but it's very, very, very effective. It's right back, it comes right back from the Nazi propaganda with Goebbels in the 1930s. The German people, guys, and this is the truth, my mom told me this because she was there. She said they really believed that Hitler had these weapons of mass destruction, these, these super weapons that they were going to release at the last minute and save Germany from the utter collapse and destruction. And they were going to release these weapons. And sure enough, Germany did have nuclear weapons, but they didn't use them. Bill Mars, Jim Mars, you know, who wrote the Fourth Reich, great book, you need to read it. He says that the bombs that we dropped on Hiroshima and Nakashaki were German atomic weapons. Just thought I'd mention that in case you guys ever thought differently about that. And you say, well, you think Jim's right? I don't know. But that's a really good way of looking at why didn't Hitler use it? Because Hitler was funded by both sides of the war complex. The Rockefeller, Rothschilds, they all supported Hitler. They put him in power. This is why the IG Farman's factories and the Standard Oil factories weren't bombed in World War II. Because they have, and this is why they gave him a free pass to go to Argentina for the rest of his life. He was negotiating. That's why he didn't use the nukes. He didn't have enough nukes to make a difference. And he knew if he started dropping them on the Allies, they would come in and take care of him. And they never found his body. That body they found when they found the DNA test on him, it was a woman for him. It wasn't even him. You know, he, he, he escaped and he lived the rest of his life in Argentina. That's why I so loathe Hitler. He's awful. Children with the Nazi youth, knowing good and well he's going to be bailing out and going down to Argentina at the end, and he's still allowed this to happen instead of doing an unconditional surrender to the United States, allowing the United States troops to come in so the Russians couldn't come in and rape and kill all the women and the children coming into Germany. I mean, Hitler did all that. I'm not a fan of Hitler. He's awful. Blech. Okay? The thing he did right was he stood against the international banking cartel in 1938-39 and came off the chain. And when he did that, he started printing his own debt-free marks. And at that point, they turned the whole world against him. But the whole thing is crazy when you look at the World War II and the actual scenarios inside of it. Read the bad war. If you want to get a good idea of what really happened with the war, read the book, The Bad War. It's been banned on Amazon. Can't even buy it on Amazon, so the guy put it online for free. You can't find it on Google. You have to use another search engine. Google's banned is a surprise, surprise on that. But guys, think through it. We're being gaslighted. Every single one of us, if we're not awake, is being gaslighted. And again, this is screaming insanity. We want to believe what they're telling us, and everything is being used to destabilize us, to destabilize the United States, 
to destabilize the nuclear family, to destabilize our belief in Christianity, to destabilize the Christian nation. This is also being done through the Frankfurt School, through thousands and thousands and thousands of professors who were brought in from communist nations during and after World War II and before, brought into our university systems via the Frankfurt School and being allowed to completely turn our universities into communist indoctrination centers. It's all, again, about a new world order, a new world government, under Lucifer, under Noahide laws. And if you take that particular explanation out of this, none of it makes any sense. You're thinking, why would they do this? It's complete and total, utter chaos everywhere. Why would they do this? Why would they destroy the world and destroy themselves? Why would they do this? It's kind of like, you know, they figure that's the only way to do it, is to make it all so untenable and so bad that everybody goes to a point of, oh my gosh, we got to fix this. We're willing to accept any solution. We want a new world order. We want a new world government. We want a government through the United Nations, corrupt Rothschild organization. That is through the CFR. That's what they're pushing, guys. Listen to Myron Fagan's audio version. It's two and a half hours. I've got to post it on our news site. I'll post it back again. It's one of the first news sites up there again. Listen to that in depth. And you will find out who these Satan clowns are, these Kabbalist clowns are, and what they believe and what they're trying to do. Don't let them mess with your head like this. Don't let them gaslight you. Don't let them hew you. Don't let them do that to you. It's all gaslighting. What a mess. Guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you today. It was absolutely wonderful. You guys are amazing. Again, when I have the weekends and I've got Friday afternoon and Saturday and Sunday, I miss not being with you guys on Saturday and Sunday. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, I mean this deeply, for helping us with the Thai girls, for signing up on Sharon's Instagram at ST Brower, you know, and being part of our family, helping us with these Thai kids, getting your supplements from us, supporting the show, giving it to other people, telling them to basically forward it to other listeners. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah, it's absolutely excellent explanation of that. And that is exactly what we started to see now repeatedly, especially since Trump was elected. And you remember we saw a lot of the same stuff with Obama. If you pretty much didn't agree with something Obama did, I mean, regardless of what it was, you said, no, I don't, I don't agree with this. But Obama said we were going to stop this forever-ending war in Afghanistan. Oh, you're racist. You don't agree with Obama. Okay. Now it's funny. Now, if you agree with Trump, you're racist. Oh, you can't, you can't agree with him now. So this constant psychological warfare is not new, like Dad said. This is something that's been going on for a very, very long time. And they've used it very effectively to control the populace. This is why they always have the left-right narrative. Republican versus Democrat, Democrat versus Republican. Now they're having the debate tomorrow with Biden and Trump, which I have to admit, it'll probably be pretty funny. But Trump's already asked they do basically drug tests on both of them because he's very interested to see if they're going to do what happened with Kennedy, basically pump Biden up full of testosterone and amphetamines to get him all riled up and uh, you know get him sharp for the show, and then that way he can crash afterwards. But we'll see what happens with it. I'm sure it's going to be a, a giant just spectacle in front of everybody. That's what they're planning on doing with it. And I mean, the fact that people even have any respect and actually want to vote for Biden boggles my mind. Simply because they hate Trump, they're going to vote for Biden. Like, it's going to be some huge difference. This 47-year career politician is going to do something different. But again, this is what they do. They give you the options that they want you to have. So it doesn't matter what direction you go. Like I already said, they've got us backed into a corner now 
with the communist regime that they're getting prepped to start violence on November 5th. That's what they do. It doesn't matter if Biden wins. It doesn't matter if Trump wins. Any direction, they'll spin the narrative the direction they want it to go so they can justify the violence. This is very, very common with everything they do. And all at the same time, we see the bankers becoming richer and richer and richer and richer with the tune of trillions of dollars this year. Besides the budget, that's we're not even talking about the budget. We're talking about just, I think they said over, what, $4 trillion this year. We've already gone further into debt, minus the budget, minus anything else, just from COVID. This wasn't an accident, guys. This whole thing was planned from the very beginning as soon as they figured out. I mean, remember, they had a big, a big, what was it, like a think tank, you know, scenario with, Bill Gates, what, last October when they did this, they had this plan of, well, let's see what happens if we have this virus that's released and what it's going to do. I mean, they, they planned all this stuff ahead. Like that said, it doesn't really matter if it came out of a Chinese Wuhan lab or it came from a bat, which I don't believe it was. My personal belief is I think it was engineered and released intentionally. I also think that the virus is geared more towards certain genome like, say, that of Asian lung tissue, which is this is what came out months and months ago when it came out, is they said basically Asians are more susceptible to this virus. But with any virus, people become immune to it. People build antibodies to it because it's all about viral load, how much exposure you got to. If you get a tiny amount of exposure from this virus, you've got a good immune system, you're not even going to know you have it. That's what's happening with asymptomatic cases. That's why I laughed so hard when I started to figure it out and I realized this whole thing was a complete and total lie. I told him, I said, why is this supposed to be like the deadliest virus that we've seen in recent history and it justifies shutting down and locking down the entire economy and arresting people for having their businesses open, but it's so dangerous, you have to get a test just to find out if you even have it because a large percentage of everybody is asymptomatic and they don't even know they're carrying it. Then you have people that already had COPD, diabetes, all these health problems, diverticulitis, colon problems, and all of a sudden they're in the hospital again, like they have been probably 15 times in the last five years, and now all of a sudden they get super sick, they test positive for COVID, and they go, well, COVID killed them. If you're that sick, you're already that sick. Any type of viral exposure, doesn't matter what it is, the flu probably would have killed you too. But again... They have to keep the narrative going and continually pushing what they want. So, again, I thank you for the support of Health Masters. Continue to search for the truth. Continue to speak the truth. It is so important right now that we're doing the best we can to wake people up. What happened here on Friday, and granted, it's going to take a couple weeks for Florida to get back rolling again because, I mean, you have employees, you have rules. Like, I went to downtown Lakeland on Saturday. And we went out, I took my wife out for the night, went out to dinner, ended up going over to a friend's house, stopped by a couple places, had a great night. And, you know, there were still some people that were around Lakeland that were wearing masks. And I was in the restaurant, I asked the, the servers there, I said, why are you guys still wearing masks? They said, well, the owner is still concerned because the city of Lakeland has a mask mandate till the beginning of October, and we don't want to get fined or have any issues so we're at full capacity tonight, but employees are still wearing masks. Patrons don't have to, but he's doing it basically as a precautionary measure. So I'm pretty sure the executive order from DeSantis overrode that. They said, we're pretty confident us too, but granted, we've been wearing masks for so long now, we don't want to have any issues with somebody in the city of Lakeland wanting to make an example out of us because, you know, we're a pretty fancy high-end restaurant around here and a lot of people come here. And I said, well... 
I said, I get that kind of. I said, I'd have a hard time following that. But on the other hand, too, this isn't my restaurant. It's not my livelihood. So I can't say that if I was a restaurant trying to stay afloat and trying to make sure I cover all my bills, that I wouldn't just do it for another week as well. But as far as patrons, could care less. They didn't care anything about it. So that's great for us. Continue to speak the truth. I'm so happy to see this happening down here in Florida and everybody just, you know, starting to wake up on what's really going on. And this is just crucial. This is a tipping point in the United States right now because now hopefully a lot of other states now are going to follow suit. Now what's probably going to happen down here is we're going to see this huge, huge media propaganda push saying we're having all these cases. They're going to continue to try to fabricate as many cases as they can, speed them up, push them out, push them up, push them up, get more people tested, because now they're going to start telling everybody, oh, there's no more lockdown, there's no more masks. It's really important you come get tested now. Remember before, they were actually giving people gift cards to McDonald's if you came and got tested. kid you not. They did this in multiple places. They'll give you like a $10 or $15 gift card to McDonald's, which McDonald's of all places, the absolute just dog food of human consumption fast food restaurant. I mean, if anything, why don't you give us some like Publix, like a, a local grocer that's trying to do the best they can for the community? Why in the world are you going to give gift cards to McDonald's? This is stupid. But anyways, I digress. Thank you for the support. Be sure to check out the website. Like I said, check out the food buckets. Stay updated on our website. We will be having them on the front page. I'm going to put a big in-stock ship today button on the front page as soon as we actually get more of them in and we fulfill all of our current pending back orders that people have been waiting on. Those are top-tier priority. Everybody that's placed orders for the last couple weeks, those will be going up the same day we get them in. So be on the lookout in the next week or so with your shipping. Some of you guys will be getting some big boxes in. I encourage everybody, stay prepared, get ready the best you can. Have some stored water, have some stored food, have some stored cans, anything you feel the need to do, and make sure you continue to stay on top of your exercise, your training, your immune system, the vitamin D and vitamin C, crucial. Thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.